All right, howlers, let's get howling. But first, a couple quick warnings. First warning, this podcast contains adult content. Don't be a pixie. Second warning, this podcast contains spoilers for the entire Red Rising saga. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Etsy. Email us, howlerpod at gmail.com. Visit us at howlerpod.com and rate and review us five stars only. If you don't give us five stars only, then, you know, when, when we push you off the ship railing to hang, we won't hang ourselves. And then Sefi won't cut you down and you'll die <laughs> like a pixie. And now... Howler Pod. Oh! Hello, Howlers. Welcome to Howler Pod. Your podcast for all things Red Rising, where every episode we dive deep to break down, celebrate, and discuss all aspects of the fantastic Red Rising saga by Howler number one, Pierce Brown. Yes, sir. I am your host, Ben Reinert. As always, I am joined by the amazing Aaron Ayers. Hello, Howlers. We are back. Oh, hey, Ben. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> Yeah, we've stopped hanging out. Now is the first time we've hung out in like six months. It's it's great to see you. <laughs> it's a little awkward, but we're figuring it I out. I like the the red you put in your hair. <laughs> You're really becoming the hell diver <laughs> you always wanted to be. Before we get started today, let's talk about the plan. I love a plan for Hallerpod this fall slash winter ish. It's the fall. We've got some really cool episodes planned for you guys. Today, we're going to be talking about all the things we were into over the summer. And then we'll also be talking about the Sons of Aries. Are you excited about that? The comics? And the audio drama. It's like a movie in your head. Wow. Like an audio book? <laughs> <laughs> like a regular book? <laughs> And then we've got uh, a very special set of episodes planned. But they're secret until the end of this podcast when we tell you. <laughs> we'll be talking about that a little later, but you know what it's time for? What are we into this summer? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Nice. Summer 2021 coming to you at a local theater, but probably not because of COVID. <laughs> so we've each made a list of our prime five things we were into this summer. Well, prime five times two. because <laughs> Prime five-ish. Neither of us <laughs> wrote only five things. We've been, we've been away a long time. We've got a lot to talk about. Sure. Okay. So um, we've each got five things. We're going to talk about them. Let's start with Aaron. What do you want to start talking about? Um, I'll start with music. Wow. What's the music that you've been into? So mostly I've only listened to Bo Burnham's Inside. Uh, Bo Burnham made a special on Netflix and released it. And he filmed the whole thing in one room by himself. And it's 
fucking amazing. And if you haven't watched it, you should definitely watch it. That's like a twofer. That's like music and movie recommendation. Well, and and then I listen to the music all the time, and I it's like my only thoughts throughout the day are Bo Burnham's songs. <laughs> so I'm now part of the religion of Bo Burnham. Are you as depressed as Bo? I'm now worried about you. No, I mean, I like listening to depressing music, which brings me to my next <laughs> musical pick, which, um, you know, I love me some Billie Eilish. Wow. I love that sad girl, Sob Rock, Sob Rock of the Summer. <laughs> She's got a new album, right? Yes. Her new album is called Happier Than Ever. <laughs> 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 Speaking of being sad. But she's actually sad. Um, no, it's just, you know, artsy. It's great. <laughs> she's great. I love Billy. Um, what's your favorite song? I haven't listened to this album yet. My favorite of this album, at least right now, cause you know, it always changes, but I like lost cause you haven't listened. Should I check it out? Girl? Yes. But first watch and listen to Bo Burnham's inside. I can second that. It's been really enjoyable. I I told you at least six times to watch it before you finally were like, oh, my God, Aaron was right. <laughs> I'm definitely one of those people that when you tell me to watch something, I don't watch it until about a month and until a half later. Until you feel like it. <laughs> so I'm sorry for being annoying. You were right the whole time. Thank you. I believe I texted her right after watching it. And I was like, you were right. This was incredible. Yes. <laughs> So, Ben, uh, hit us with your music of the summer. Okay, so on my list of five things, we've got yeah, music, books, movies, TV, some video games. I also did the same categories. My music. I'm going to start out with just, you know, my album of the summer, which was Olivia Rodrigo's Sour. Wow. I, <laughs> it's, I didn't even like Olivia <laughs> Rodrigo, but Ben forced me to like... Like every time we've been in the car, he's like, put it on Olivia. <laughs> I have made Aaron listen to this album a lot. Until now I like it. And now she loves it. And No, it's great. Uh, now she tells me that I was right about yes. this. <laughs> so no, this album is amazing. As a weird old man, I still relate to the heartbreak and the jealousy on this album. And we're old enough to know that olivia is like the new avril lavigne yeah like the the rock you know angst of a young girl (laughs) (laughs) these are universal emotions going on in this album and i would dare anyone to listen to this album and tell me it's they don't feel something (laughs) uh there's some bangers on there too also what's your favorite my favorite is jealousy jealousy right now okay my favorite is deja vu deja vu is great brutal's great Driver's license. I mean, all classic. It's banger after banger on that album. And don't call me a weirdo. It's great. Just go listen to it. Will do. What's next? And then to provide some variety. Uh, <laughs> so that we're not just <laughs> weird. We don't just like listening to young pop women. <laughs> Apparently, all we do is listen to like teenage girls sing. Um, I also loved an album from a band that I've seen play a bunch, and they're really good. They're called Lord Huron, and the album is called Long Lost. just came out over the summer. It's kind of like surfer vibes, kind of like country western vibes. Very chill. It's very uh, great driving music. 
if you if you like that, I love to drive a car around and listen to music. It's like one of my favorite things to do. And Lord Huron Long Lost is perfect for that. Also, I saw them play once and I was wearing this t-shirt and a guy in the band told me that he liked the t-shirt. And so Oh, forever fan. <laughs> forever a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> All right, what's our uh, next category and what's next on your list, Aaron? I'm going to jump to video games because I only filled this out because you <laughs> put video games and I was like, well, I have a couple. I, I'm not super into video games, but Ben purchased a PS5, so he's <laughs> let me come over and play <laughs> Fall Guys and we love Fall Guys. It's so hilarious. So much fun. And it's so hard. Like, <laughs> I I cannot get past the third stage. Yeah. That's the furthest I've ever gotten. And mostly I die after the second. Do you want to explain to the peoples what... If you don't know what are? Fall Guys is, you should. <laughs> it's basically like the show Wipeout, but with these little bumbling, like, <laughs> bean-shaped characters. Yeah, it's like a race, but you get to do it online against, you know, 59 other people or whatever. And you're racing through all these obstacles. And you get like bounced around and, and you have to finish knocked off. Every round you have to finish in a certain number or else you get cut. And man, the anxiety and the adrenaline that pumps through me when I'm trying to reach that end. It's such a fun game. Jump dive, jump dive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's such a gum, uh, fun game to play with your friends because you can like cheer each other on. And it's not super involved and it goes quick. Yeah. And so if you have like three or four friends you want to play a game with, definitely check out Fall Guys. It is single player, but you want, yeah. you pass the remote. Right. Everyone knows the rule. If you die, you pass the remote. <laughs> Always. That's the <laughs> sticks, bro. You don't get to try again. <laughs> um, and then the second one, this is kind of like a nostalgic game for me, but... Um, I always used to play Worms with my brother, and uh, he just got the new one on Switch, the Worms WMD. WMD. Um, and if you haven't played Worms, you it's uh, your little war <laughs> worms, and you hop around and shoot each other, mm -hmm. but you have to take turns. So you have to kind of strategize, and you know you shoot people with nukes, or you can teleport and. They wow. say really offensive shit. It's not for, <laughs> you know, pixies. It does sound right down your alley. Yeah. <laughs> if you've played it, you know what I'm talking about. They have some pretty offensive little worms out there. <laughs> I had no idea. Are worms canceled now? Worms should be canceled. <laughs> but I, I like it because it, it brings back the memories of when I used to play it. So yeah. it's a fun little game. Nice. Go, Ben. Do you want to talk about video games? I would love to. You actually play video games. Well, I I was not much of a gamer at all. But then I bought a PS5 just like earlier this year. Somehow you were of the lucky few. Just because we've been spending a lot of time inside lately. Yeah. Pandemic. Uh, so I started playing some video games <laughs> for the first time since like 10 years, probably. It's been 10 years since I was a really hardcore gamer. And let me tell you what, I fell in way too deep. I'm now <laughs> detoxing from this. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. Did you lock your I'm, controller? I've not been playing in a for box. a while. <laughs> so, uh, but two games in particular just like consumed my life for a solid two months. 
while we were not podcasting, and they are God of War. Wow, best game I've ever played, probably. Uh, Is it like first person shooter? It's it's like a third person kind of uh, open world, but not really kind of strategy type fighting game. So you get to do both. You get to figure out puzzles. And you get to like lop people's heads off with an axe. So oh wow, it's really awesome. Oh, is that the one with the big monster I saw you playing? <laughs> yes. Oh, that was scary. <laughs> it's so fun though. Some of the games these days like really <laughs> freak me out. They're like a horror movie. If you're into like Norse mythology, check this game out because uh, this is a whole series. Like God of War has been a, a long running series, and so they took this character that's like famous from like PlayStation back in the day, and then like made a new game with him and it's kind of they redid everything he's got a huge axe now and he just is like still mad at gods and just raging now it's the north god norse gods and so there's like a lot of mythology weaved into uh weaved into the story it's like a 25 hour movie like you get to play and then but there's all these great sequences where there's like all the cinematic stuff going on there's quests you get to go on it's just an amazing game blew my mind did like, you beat it or did you lock it away before? I like beat the story, but there's like all kinds of, you know, additional stuff you can do. And I gave up on that about a couple weeks after just because it was like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> but I did beat the story. And then the second game, this is pretty obvious, but this was also a PlayStation game. It's called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Similar type game to God of War, kind of a but third Star person, Wars, but Star Wars, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to be a Jedi, and similar type thing. You're solving puzzles, but you're also like getting the lightsaber dudes. Do you have one or two lightsabers? Um, you can have the one, double. You can have the double, yeah. Nice. So you that's what I would a, use. I'd probably chop my own single Lego. bladed lightsaber, or you can do double blade if you want. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty sweet. I became a Jedi now, so I am a Jedi. If you're uh, wondering. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so you know what's new with me? Well, I'm a Jedi now. So definitely, if you're into those types of games, uh, check them out. If you're uh, been on the fence about that stuff, dive in. It is really if you have two months to give it's like well i spent like probably a month on each game yeah and it's really immersive storytelling like i'm not kidding like you're actually like within a story you want to see what happens next but you also get to like play along control the character that sounds perfect for book readers yeah it's really really dope fantasy book readers and the star wars like jedi fallen order story is a canon story and it's so it's like adds to the current star wars canon and it's a really good story that is like actually emotionally affecting. Same thing with God of War. Did At you the cry? End, I was like almost crying. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> I felt it. I felt the emotion. All right. Yeah. How about you go next? Uh, let's go to books. Oh, we like books. We still read some books. We still read. Other than Red <laughs> I Rising, don't, I don't really read though anymore. I like exclusively <laughs> listen to audiobooks. I do have to say, before I get into my book recommendations, first time ever, I've been listening to the Red Rising audiobooks. You're wow. welcome. You guys were not kidding. <laughs> You'll never go back. <laughs> Those are good. Yes. TGR, he's got it. I've also been listening, and in order to not ball my fucking eyes out again when Ragnar died, I literally <laughs> waited two days to play it, and then I went for a jog 
and push play. So I was like jogging while he was dying. And I was like, can't cry while you're jogging. <laughs> oh, I was mowing my <laughs> lawn while listening to that and just bawling. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, <laughs> your neighbors are like, oh what my the God. What is going on with that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that guy mowing? Yeah, I think he was crying. I think he was crying. <laughs> he must have allergies. It's just like, it was rough. Oh, it's so much worse when <laughs> yeah. TGR does it. Another thing I did, I got this from Piera, is that I sped it up. Yeah. So during the sad parts, I like go through them faster. <laughs> That's a good idea. So I think once I get to dark age, it's just going to be on like five speed. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like currently about, I don't know, halfway through dark age. So I've listened to the first four. I will agree with everyone's assessment of the narrators on Iron Gold. Yeah. It, uh, it's shocking. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, I can see why that was so tough for so many people for so long. I uh, hope with dark age, they don't switch it up again. My brain can't handle it. Right. I know. I love all the dark age narrators i think that the changes were good yeah and i will say tgr like really saying uh i'm the motherfucking consequence <laughs> from his chest that got me like yelled out loud but when like I was in a british that. accent yeah it was great <laughs> i was like tgr wow <laughs> do not look up what he looks like he just looks like a like a dad and you're like uh i pictured you as darrow this whole time Okay, so back to my actual book recommendations for what I've been in. Is it Red Rising? <laughs> no. So my first suggestion is going to be a book called The Rise. <laughs> 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 the Rise and Fall of the Dinosaurs. And it's by Steve Brusate. I hope I'm saying your ra- name right, Steve. Uh, but this is like... Is it about dinosaurs? It's a nonfiction book. Just purely... This guy, Steve, is an amazing paleontologist and he Ross Geller. Yeah. <laughs> he just <laughs> talks about, um, basically the, he gives you the full history of the rise and then the fall of dinosaurs. And it's incredible. I learned so much about dinosaurs. I think we all went through a phase where we like love dinosaur stuff. I, for yeah. A while. Fuck yeah. Uh, dinosaurs are awesome. It's a little slow to start, but once it kind of gets into it, it's amazing. There's so much great information in there. And just are there like, pictures. There's good pictures. There's really cool information just about like what a paleontologist actually does, how they do what they do, what they're looking for, uh, how they like determine all this information about dinosaurs, how they discovered all this stuff. The coolest fact that I learned while reading it was like T-Rex, right? King of the dinosaurs. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, He's very cool. He's actually that cool. And he was only located basically in Western North America. So like... T-Rexes, that's that was their land and that's where they hung out and like Seattle? Just like uh like the Rocky Mountains, all that shit. All, all through there, like the western half of North America. Because at the time, like United States was like split in half by an ocean. So they were like over there, like in Canada and California and Montana and all that type of stuff. So I just thought that was really cool. He's like a cowboy dinosaur hanging out in the old <laughs> west. <laughs> and he's like ours. He gets he's you know he's like our North American dinosaur. And I he's didn't like know that. Yeah. Yeah. So every T Rex fossil they have found was yeah in Western North America. There was similar type sauropod, tyrannosaur dinosaurs, 
like T-Rex in China and similar climates and stuff like that, but they're not actual Tyrannosaurus rexes. They're not related. Yeah. They're related. They're close, like, ancestors. They're cousins, basically, but not the How same they? species. So they all hung out on Pangea? Well, that's the thing is, like, the T-Rexes were during the Cretaceous period. So it's, like, where the world kind of looks like it does now. So everything was kind of split up, but there was kind of four different zones. It hadn't all reached where it is now. Pangea was like where everything was connected and that was very early on and then it also the book talks a lot about that like how the earth forms which is nice. super interesting yeah I love it so check that out if you want to get into dinosaurs again uh, yeah I'm going to New Mexico with my girlfriend in October and I'm gonna make her <laughs> go dig see for it. dinosaurs <laughs> no we're gonna go to a museum though for sure <laughs> and look at fossils I just pictured you like <laughs> With a little brush in the sand. Let's get out there. So romantic. It's a bone. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do what you got to (laughs) do. And then my second recommendation, just keep an open mind on this one. I know all all I do is talk about Star Wars, but the newest series of Star Wars books are incredible. They've come out with a new canon series. It's called... um, the first book in the series is called The Light of the Jedi, and it's by Charles Soule. And it kicks off this whole new series and era of Star Wars storytelling. And so it's not connected to the movies at all. Uh, it's all set like 200 years in the past prior to the movies starting. So it's like a whole new era, all new characters. And if you are, if you are at all into like the old Legends-style Star Wars books that came out, you know, prior to Disney buying Star Wars. These are your jam. Like new characters, all great. And I was just so taken by the series of books. I've read uh, probably three or four in the series now, but the first book is Light of the Jedi. It's going to introduce you to a, a lot of the new characters and like the main new story. It's so good. And you get to see like Jedi kind of like being actual Jedi. And you get to be inside their heads and like how they think about the force. And it's so interesting and so, so good. And the storytelling is lit. I love it. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Is uh, it lit like the light of the Jedi? <laughs> the light of the Jedi starts off so hot. Like I, that book, I, I like, it's such a page turner. And it's, nice. it's a great intro. Are there the audio books? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like Star Wars to, or I don't know who does like their books. I think it's Del Rey actually, but like. They do a really good job on the production of the audiobooks. They usually have like sound effects, different voices. Like, nice. They're super good. So, um, if you're wanting to try out Star Wars books and you've never done it before, highly recommend that. If you're a person that's like been kind of turned off by the new canon, uh, because like all the new books prior to this were always like really interconnected with the movies, and it always like kind of killed the storytelling because there's no stakes. Uh, all of that is changed in the light of the Jedi and uh, because it's like completely new characters and a new story, new villain. Villain is great. So you uh, don't know what's going to happen and it's really awesome. And since Ben is a Jedi, <laughs> you're getting like the highest recommendation right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, I like got emotional about these books. I love Star Wars and they like really got me excited about Star Wars again because I had really fallen off after the rise of Skywalker. Like it did not want to be involved in Star Wars at all. Oh yeah. 
Uh, so this really you don't like that mainstream Star Wars. Yeah, it, like lit a new fire for me, which was awesome. Um, what's what's the thing that Pierce Brown did for Star Wars? He wrote a short story for them. Okay, and it's really good. good. Yeah, yeah. I, it was probably my. Is it f- canon? I'm obviously biased, but yes, it is. Uh, but I thought it was the best short story in that set of short stories. I'm sure it was. The idea behind it was like they take side characters from. In this case, it's their original movie, and they write a short story that like leads up to their moment in the movie, kind of. And so it gives more background and time for that character. And so he wrote a story about Biggs Darklighter, who is like Luke's best friend from Tatooine, who died, who got killed by Darth Vader during the trench run. Damn. Yeah, and it was beautiful. He had his some dad great killed there. his friend. Yeah. Rude. Yeah, his best friend. He's got a great mustache though. Well. <laughs> Ooh, maybe Henry Cavill could play him. <laughs> Just trying to find ways to slip Henry into everything. Okay, so my books, I just recently finished, and this was a um, recommendation from Crossland Shaw of from Words the, and of Words fame. and Whiskey. I think they might do this on their podcast, or was this not one of them? I think they might do a Sanderson book. But um, I think it's one of the choices. That one they of the gave, choices, yeah. It's very good, though. It's the first law books by Joe Abercrombie, and I listened to the audiobooks, which is all I do now. So, <laughs> 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 obviously, I read the trilogy. I've not yet read the standalone books that come after because I started redoing Red Rising again. Um, but they're really great books. If you love. I don't know, Pierce Brown, <laughs> then you'll also love Joe Abercrombie. He's a British author and it's a, you know, they're kind of like middle medieval fantasy right? yeah. war. Yeah. Medieval era. Um, and there's, there's demons with humans. So I don't want to give away anything, but yeah. they're really good. They come highly recommended by George R. R. Martin as well. I oh, really? Yeah. And Crossland Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the same thing, basically. And the voice actor for the audiobook um, is amazing. And he does all the characters well. And also my favorite is Logan Nine Fingers, which is probably everyone's favorite because he's <laughs> supposed to be your favorite. <laughs> They're great books. Great ending to the trilogy, too. So the trilogy ends, and then there's standalone books that are in the same world, but there's different main characters. Oh, nice. Okay. Secondly, and I know Ben read this, too, is The Rage of Dragons by Evan Winter. Fucking amazing. This came recommended by the artist who drew all the amazing art for our... For our character episodes, Miles Bensky. Who we love. My best friend, Shout not Ben's. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely my best friend. So the best part of this book, in my opinion, besides the story, and there's two books right now, there will be a third. Um, but the narrator for the series, his name's Prentice Onayemi. And he like talking like this. <laughs> like his voice is so manly and like he just like really encompasses like the dark demonic atmosphere yeah yeah did you listen to the uh yeah i listened to the audiobook too absolutely loved it major red rising vibes 
Oh yeah, like, you can tell like. But it's like really dark. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's darker than Red Rising, and dark meaning like demonic, like. Yeah, he literally fights like, demons. Dwar- yeah, definitely more magical, fantastical elements to the story. But um, I would be very surprised if the author wasn't, you know, inspired by Red Rising in some way. Well, doesn't Evan Winter like say he loves Pierce Brown? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Evan Winter says like Pierce Brown's one of his like favorite authors. I think I read that somewhere. Or Miles told me. It's great. You Highly should definitely read yeah. both of those as well as everything Ben said. Lots of duels. Oh my god, so much swordplay, yeah. so many duels. Yeah. It's kind of like mostly about the training to be a better fighter. Right. Kind of gladiator ish. Yeah, vibes. yeah. Yeah. So if you love the dual part of Red Rising, mm-hmm. that's like all the book is. But he's also fighting demons. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you also have to like, <laughs> dude, it, I was so into that book. There were times where like I would like turn the lights off to like walk upstairs and I'm like, <gasps> there's demons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like my brain was like, oh, my God, I saw one. <laughs> but yeah. And and um. Prentice, the narrator's voice, it's so like amazing. I, I, my inner thoughts like started like sounding like yeah. his voice, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was probably acting a little weird right. for those two books. Also, it's a really cool like you don't often see kind of a fantasy setting in. This is definitely like set in kind of like an African type influenced world for sure, and so you don't often see that. Or I haven't read a lot of books like that, which is, it was really cool to have a, a different vibe. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely picture them. I like that you said gladiator. You yeah. kind of picture them in like that type of right. world. Kind of like in the sand. And oh, also there's dragons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did I mention? There is a few <laughs> dragons, that's for sure. <laughs> it's very, very cool. What's next? Movies? Let's do movies. You want me to go or you want to go first? I'll go first. I don't watch a lot of movies. Ben definitely eats through movies way more than I do. But I'll recommend two that stuck out to me. First is Judas and the Black Messiah. It's about Fred Hampton. And uh, he was the leader of the Black Panthers. And about the um, betrayal from one of the members. It's it's a... pretty serious tough watch but um it it's amazing it's so well done as a story like not a lot of people know about that's really important i feel like yes it's based on a true story yeah yeah fred hampton's a real activist yes who was murdered by the police yeah and um secondly on a different tone ben and i (laughs) went and saw jungle cruise (laughs) Um, with, uh, what's her name? Emily Blunt. And of course our favorite Dwayne, the rock Johnson. We support the rock in this household. Did you hear there's going to be a sequel? And I was like, don't do it. (laughs) I'm not sure how there's going to be a sequel, but the movie honestly was kind of like the fast and furious movies where like, you know, it's bad, but you like can't help but smile and enjoy it. I would compare it more to like a, or Jumanji. Jumanji or a Pirates of the Caribbean type sequel. Yeah, it's silly. It's yeah. not great, but like it's fun. We had a, good time. We had a great time. 
<laughs> and The Rock. <laughs> he tells all these horrible dad a lot jokes. Of bad jokes. And I yeah. was like, oh my God, I can't help <laughs> but fall more in love I with know, you. I know. I mean, how, I'm like, this is awful. It's boring. But I fucking love like, it. But I can't stop smiling. <laughs> I know, but I can't yeah. stop. Intellectually, it's bad. <laughs> yes. So unless you love The Rock, don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, The Rock and Emily Blunt had great chemistry, I would say. For sure. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. What are your movies? So I went much weirder. Uh, my first suggestion is a movie called The Green Knight. This is an incredibly weird, like movie for people that say film instead of movie okay (laughs) type of thing but gosh i really really love this like the whole point of films is to like elicit an emotional response whether that's a good bad emotional response from their viewer and this movie absolutely does that it's a mind fuck it's the classical like retelling of a a tale of King Arthur's court called Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Nice. uh, I'll just kind of tell you the setup and then I won't tell you anymore. Basically, Gawain is the nephew of King Arthur and his mom is like a witch, but she's King Arthur's sister. And he's like a never-do-well. He just kind of lays around in brothels and gets drunk and has never really done anything of note. And then one day it's Christmas and he is in King Arthur's court and King Arthur is like, Gawain, I don't even know you. We don't spend any time together. Tell me a story about yourself. And Gawain has no stories because all he does is get drunk and lay around with prostitutes, which, you know. Those are stories. That's cool. He didn't want to tell King Arthur that. Okay. Uh, And so he said, I don't have a story to tell you. And then right at that time, the titular Green Knight walks into the court and he lays down a challenge. And the challenge is if any man in this court can strike me down, you know, they get this super dope axe. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> a lot of your stuff has axes <laughs> in it. <laughs> super dope axes are very important. Sure. And then one year later, that night will have to return to me at the Green Chapel. That's, that's like six days ride north or whatever. And I will return the blow that they landed on me. The same blow. And so... Sir Gawain gets Excalibur from... He's like, I'll do it because he wants the story to tell. And so King Arthur gives him Excalibur and he lops the Green Knight's head off. And then the Green Knight stands up, picks up his head and then starts laughing at him and like rides away. And so a year later, Sir Gawain sets out on this quest to go to the Green Knight and see if he's going to get his head chopped off. And... You don't know if it's like a story about a dude that's like trying to do this courageous act or, you know, do this really honorable thing or if it's Why just would about he want his head chopped off? Because that's the deal that he made, you know. Okay. And so he seems has, like a raw well, deal. But like the Green Knight survives, so maybe he's also going to survive the blow or whatever, you know. Sure. Uh or is it a movie, you know, just about a guy fucking around in the woods and taking mushrooms cuz that also happens, you know. So like the rest of the movie is him questing to the Green Knight, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. All this crazy weird stuff happens on the way. Is anyone in this movie that we know? Dev Patel, and he has incredible hair. Really? Oh my god! <laughs> like if we're talking about Cassius's hair, this is Dev Patel's hair, and the Green Knight is what Cassius's hair should look like. Okay. 
So he's the dude from like Slumdog Millionaire. Yes. And then uh, I feel like a, his hair always looks like this. Yeah, he's got great hair. <laughs> uh, Be- beautifully <laughs> curly. <laughs> yes. And so there's a few other people in it um, that you'll recognize, but yeah. nobody like super famous. But he has kind of like adventures along the way. He gets taken off his path and is trying to ultimately find his way to the Green Knight and figure out what the fuck he's doing. And he's to try and decide whether he's going to run away or go. And, you know, it's a whole thing. So it's a big, long, trippy movie. I would highly suggest if you're going to watch it, put your phone in the other room, turn off all the lights, turn the sound up really get l- loud, into it. and just let yourself be immersed by it. Great cinematography, great color, great music. All of, I just I love the movie. It was okay. Awesome. Great I'll, experience. I'll watch it. And this is great hair. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks great. <laughs> My second recommendation is a movie called Shiva Baby. And it's this little kind of like indie movie where it's about a girl that is kind of a sugar baby. So uh-huh. do you know what that is? Yes. Um, I need to be a sugar baby. Right. Stop working. Uh, she lives in New York and she's a sugar baby. And she ends up going to the Shiva uh, her family is Jewish for a person that's died that they know. She uh-huh. goes with her family. So she's at the Shiva with her family and with all these different people that her family knows because this person has died. And her sugar daddy then shows up at the Shiva. And it's just And her family doesn't know she's a sugar baby. Yes. And he also doesn't know that they like kind of know each other through family. And so it's just becomes this like extremely tense uh, thing where it's this girl. She's like a young college girl trying to make it on her own. And then she's got a sugar daddy, sugar daddy that's there. She's got her family like all over her about like, you know, not having a boyfriend or not being married (laughs) and her ex-girlfriends also at the Shiva. And so it's just like this, constant push pull like very tense very tight is it a drama or is it a comedy it's both so it's like kind of a dramedy okay uh so there's like really funny moments but there's also like super tense so she's like super awkward moments where she's like got a family member talking to her or trying to like avoid sugar daddy's wife and child you know oh no yeah so (laughs) it's just like it's a really great movie. It takes place. I love a movie that takes place over like a single day. Okay. And, yeah. And and so it's just like her journey through this uh, Shiva. And it's so tense, but so funny. And then it's just like you're the whole time you're like, like you're really <laughs> tight. Like, I hope she makes it through this. <laughs> but then she like keeps making bad decisions. And then, sure. you know, you like want it to work out for her. But also she kind of sucks, too. And it's just like. Everybody kind of it's 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 a great movie. I would highly so Shiva it. Baby, yes, is what that's called. Nice. Okay, next and last category that we have is TV. Wow. So I do watch a lot of TV, not movies. Um, I'll go first. So uh, I really enjoyed a lot of TV <laughs> over the summer. I uh, might. Put in more than two, but <laughs> I guess for my two, I picked. I really liked um, the show called Hacks that was on HBO. It's about Deborah Vance. She's a an aged out stand up comedian, 
and um, she's kind of getting like kicked off the stage because she's like in her 60s and they you know she's a had a has-been or a hack if you will <laughs> and um she kind of gets stuck with this gen z writer who they hire to like make her jokes more relevant and they just have like such a great chemistry these two women and um it's great it's a great show there were 10 episodes on hbo i still need to check that out it's really good yep. and it's 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 about like the relationship or friendship that this older and younger woman get and they both you know learn to be better people through each other jean smart is the lead actress along with hannah ein einbinder oh my god <laughs> nailed it hannah einbinder einbinder <laughs> <laughs> both beautiful talented women my second show I just finished Loki. I just watched it, so it's fresh in my mind. But, oh, my God, finally I understand all these memes and TikToks that I've been watching. (laughs) 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 Um, But, dude, you know, I fucking love Tom Hiddleston. I think he's so sexy. And I love that they sucked his clothes off for, like, one second. And they're like, there you go. That's all you get. (laughs) Um, But Loki was really well done. That was uh, my favorite of those three Disney Plus series for sure. Yeah, yeah. Big, big time Doctor Who vibes. Yes, I love a Doctor Who. Um, and I, I like how they kept winding it into like you didn't ever see where the story was going. You know, right? Um, I thought it was it was very well done. I liked WandaVision too. Um, it was pretty good. I thought the ending kind of, I don't know. I didn't watch WandaVision. But I enjoyed the mystery aspect of WandaVision. Captain America and the Winter Soldier was boring as fuck. Really? (laughs) I didn't try to watch it. I appreciate that series for, like, making Captain America black. That was the coolest part. And, like, the Isaiah Bradley stuff, they were, like, um, exploring all the stuff about how the super soldier program that made Captain America was, like, tested on black people. I thought that was, like, super crazy that a disney show was interrogating that idea yeah that was that was really cool that was the only interesting and emotional aspect of that entire series and it was like one episode and they just didn't go otherwise it was fucking boring yeah (laughs) yeah i didn't watch it i guess i won't now (laughs) like i and i like the dude that plays uh captain america yeah and Uh, he'll be in the movies yeah, so I hope that so all I can works watch out. this. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think you're missing too much. Okay, what uh, what's your <laughs> TV recommendation, Ben? You know, I contain multitudes. I'm obviously into a lot of weird stuff. Olivia Rodrigo to Star Wars to this TV show, and wow, this like consumes a lot of months of my life recently, and it's RuPaul's Drag Race. So Ben <laughs> took on RuPaul's Drag Race like he takes on like gambling for like wrestling or sports betting. Like the way he talks about who's winning RuPaul's Drag Race, it's like a sporting event. It's so good though. The show is amazing. Like RuPaul's Drag Race is the shit. 
I've and only seen like two episodes with you. I've never like watched <laughs> it on my own. And you should all watch it. I know you're probably laughing at me right now. It's so, so good. Okay. So RuPaul's Drag Race is a drag queen competition put on by RuPaul. And it's not just fashion. It's also talent. So, yeah, test your charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a RuPaul-type lineup for the Red Rising characters. Like, this who has the most charisma? <laughs> yeah. This is why you're getting RuPaul memes from us now. It's because I watch the show. Yeah, it's because Ben the sends them to me, and I cut <laughs> half of them out. So, let me tell you about this show. Uh, my girlfriend loves this show, and she started... She asked me to watch it with her. I was like, okay, sure. I tried it out and just immediately fell in love. Such a great show. And now you won't let her stop watching it. No, she can't watch it without me anymore. Um, (laughs) It's a competition reality show, but more emphasis on the competition than like the reality drama catfight aspect of those reality type shows. You can get that if you want to watch Untucked. It's a separate uh, (laughs) episode. (laughs) Yes. Where there's a lot of the cattiness and arguing. But the regular show, which was what I watch, I'm not a big Untucked fan because I don't like to get into all that. Uh, You like to be tucked. I love the... (laughs) the, What appeals to me is the artistry of these people. It's incredible. Like They're so good at what they do. The outfits that they can create, like they all like make most of their stuff or in the competition have to at least like make something. Um, The lip sync battles are just incredible. Lots Um, of acrobatics. They're so good at dancing, performing. Like you have to be funny. Death drops. You have to be uh, a good dancer. There's so many aspects that goes into being an amazing drag queen. And this show like captures them all. And RuPaul is amazing. She's hilarious. Um, Sashay away. She's got great fucking catchphrases. And she just... What's the favorite that you always repeat? Bring back my girls. (laughs) Bring back (laughs) my girls. (laughs) Bring back my girls. Uh, Yeah, so she always (laughs) is like... She is really great at giving advice. And like I love when she talks to the contestants... And she does, like, a really great job of breaking them down and then, like, giving them really good, solid advice and also, like, building them up and, like, encouraging people to love themselves. It's amazing. Like, seeing people's transformation on the show from, like, being scared to start to into, like, blossoming into, like, these amazing artists is, is so awesome. I love, love, love RuPaul's Drag Race. And... I mean, there's nothing better than a lip sync battle between two drag queens. With like front walkovers <laughs> in into splits. <laughs> Go watch Brooklyn Heights versus Evie Oddly on YouTube. It's like a minute and a half. And tell me you're not impressed. Because <laughs> I'll call you a liar to your face. <laughs> I need to watch that. <laughs> it's so, so good. <laughs> nice. Any other TV shows? That's, That's the only TV show you've been watching. I watched, uh, we watched like... 13 seasons of it it's we've yeah. watched way too much of it well since you only have one i'll <laughs> also add rick and morty season five obviously it's some really great enjoyable. episodes in there yeah. i wish i just wish the seasons were longer isn't the season finale yeah the season finale is this weekend this is is in it's the past exciting. though but yes it's already happened now it was amazing <laughs> <laughs> I sure it was really good 
<laughs> so my next one is Shadow and Bone. And okay, I didn't read the book series. Don't chew me apart. I heard they were terrible. <laughs> so I did not read them. Yeah. But I really enjoyed the, the series because... The bad guy is super hot, and I'm really into hot bad guys. <laughs> Love a hot bad guy. Also, uh, I thought they did a great job with the CGI and the the powers and everything. I also thought it gave me some like Twilight vibes with like mm. you know mm -hmm. Jacob and Edward, but you know I forgot their names. But the good guy and the bad guy, <laughs> like her childhood friend versus the Dark Lord. Gotcha. What's his name? I don't know. I haven't seen the series. Oh, it was great. Um, so it's it's. I would say if you're into like girly shit like Twilight, <laughs> <laughs> it also had some like dark sex vibes, but it's still like PG thirteen. Nothing like untoward happens. But okay. I liked it. It also reminded me of like I love those period pieces where you know in the 1900s the women wearing the big dresses and everything it kind of had that vibe as well so a lot of vibes that i liked but i did not read the books and i read a bunch of reviews that were scathing so i'm not <laughs> recommending the books and then lastly my last final tv show recommendation is the white lotus it's super weird it's a very slow burn did you finish it mm -hmm. but like it does the finale brings you satisfaction oh hell yeah Great music too, and it's it's very suspenseful. Like every episode, I was like, you know, you're locked in because you're like, oh no, what's gonna happen? But then nothing happens, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, beautiful scenery, beautiful actors. Yeah, That's they're a great in Ho watch. Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. It also like shows how the staff at these resorts are very poorly <laughs> treated and just ignored, and um, great acting all around. The White Lotus. Yeah, Murray Bartlett, I think, is the guy's name that's, like, the manager of the hotel. Oh, all the drug scenes are hilarious. All-time great performance from that dude. Yes. So, I threw in a couple extra. Yeah. Okay, that's, uh, what were we into this summer? What are we into this summer? This morning on Instagram, I put out a tag to send in a question to us. So let's open up the Howler mailbag here real quick and answer a few questions. Oh, how exciting. Uh, oh, another thing I'm into because you didn't ask was uh, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about this. I'm cutting you off. But like, I cannot <laughs> stop saying, not me, not Hermione, <laughs> you. <laughs> and I've just become a crazy person because it's like running through my head at all times. <laughs> okay. All right, so um, we received a lot of questions about what have we been up to, how are we doing. I think the general consensus is that we're doing well. Are we're, you okay, Ben? We're alive. We're doing great. We painted ourselves gold. Yeah, that was fun. Ben, <laughs> <laughs> I could not look at Ben without like laughing my ass off, which would like crack the gold because it was like <laughs> finger paint. It wasn't like actual body paint <laughs> so i just couldn't look at ben and yeah ben had a really hard time not laughing that i was <laughs> I like just i was having your... a hard time all around <laughs> i was getting a lot of like very intense direction from aaron just like do this do that stop. no i was like stop <laughs> fucking smiling 
We're being models. I was really under pressure and I couldn't deliver a good model face. And <laughs> it was tough. Gosh. I just, every time I looked at Ben, I thought he looked like a golden tin man. Like from Wizard of Oz. It was so bad. My makeup was so much worse than yours, too. I don't well, know Well, I why. also put on makeup every day. That's why. Yeah. Like yours was much better looking. Thank than you. Mine. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like I was looking at you like, why don't I look like that? You like, put a lot more on. <laughs> it was bad. It was fun. But yeah, that was a fun competition. We've been, we've been good. We've been I love seeing all the the puppy ones the softer oh than sophocles that whole do you see the one with like the yak yeah <laughs> like yeah. cow thing i was so impressed by everybody that was so much fun i loved it i hope they do it again yeah let's see we got a lot of like book six do you have any predictions or um anything like that so let's uh, let's each say you know one prediction for book six okay hot take Darrow lives happily ever after. Hot take. Darrow dies. Okay. Can I also say, I think that (laughs) (laughs) Severo is going to pretend that the mind diddling worked, but really he's going to be a double agent. So he's going to pretend to be on a mission for Abominadris. But then really he's just going to be like, actually guys, I'm not diddled and bring everyone back to kill the little twat can i say twat sure it's your podcast (laughs) all right uh this is kind of in that same vein but we know we have a lot of bad guys in book six so who is the final boss of book six you think it's volsung fa i think it's volsung fa i think abominadris here's another hot (laughs) (laughs) i think virginia successfully like convinces Abominadrius to just be a good little brother and um, join them basically. And then she has to like lock him up because he's psycho. Okay. But I don't, I'm not that worried about Abominadrius. I think Volsam Fa, Atlas, I think Apple might join. You're the, just naming all the bad guys. Their crew. Point. No, they're going to join up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll have like all the big baddies, like yeah. big in stature are going to join up. My choice for final boss is Atlas. Reason being, kind of what I said. No, <laughs> you said every literally everyone's name. Uh, <laughs> so. Who did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have an abominatious style Nero. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that I'm choosing Atlas is uh, I listened to I think his great interview done by our friends at Hell Reaper Pod with Pierce Brown. And he said, you know, the theme of the book is, do you submit to fear? And mm, so I the think fear night. The fear night is going to be the final boss of the entire series. Do you think Apple will, in the end, be good or bad? Oh, he's bad to the bone, baby. Nice. I told you guys I like a sexy <laughs> bad guy. Uh, let's see. What would Ted Lasso say to Darrow to help lighten his load? He'd say, believe with a sign <laughs> above the bulkhead of Darrow's ship. I think he would give him the speech about the, the goldfish and the goldfish's memory. Can you like remind us what the speech is? He's like, you know, something about a goldfish only remembers something for like 10 seconds. You know, it has like the shortest memory. 
to be a goldfish? Yeah, so be a goldfish. Just be a fucking idiot? <laughs> no, just forget about all the bad we stuff. We need Darrow to remember <laughs> <laughs> what he's fighting for. Um, I think Ted Lasso would be a horrible addition. <laughs> he would get killed very quickly. To the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he's cut cut out for the gold world. No. He can hang out with Mickey. Although my hot take Is Mickey about still alive? Yeah. Where's Mickey been? He's still alive. He's hanging out. We we think he's at the Oculus, probably. Oh, okay. I've, I've heard that everybody hates season two of Ted Lasso. I've been enjoying it a lot. So I guess I'm... I weird. don't think I knew there was a season two. It's there. good. I like Ted Lasso. All right. This one comes from our friend Crossland Shaw. Of, of Words and Whiskey. He said, who wears it better, PJ or Cross? Where's what better? Great question. I'm going to go with PJ. <laughs> <laughs> We're both picking PJ, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we know that PJ does not listen to this episode. <laughs> Just kidding, Cross. We definitely both pick you. No, we still pick PJ. Oh, okay. Um, what would be each character's favorite Disney movie? Well, let's not do each character, right. but let's do one character a piece. Um, I'm gonna say favorite movie. Favorite Disney movie. Disney movie. I've got one for mine, so I'm gonna pick Cassius, obviously. And Cassius's favorite Disney movie is the Robin Hood with the fox because he's foxy, but he's not a beast. Oh my god! <laughs> How long were you thinking of that answer? <laughs> I saw it today. I thought. <laughs> Let's see. But Robin Hood fits. He's like a rogue type of guy, and Cassius is the same thing. You know? I think I'll go... And that's also my favorite. Robin Hood? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Did you also like, not Disney, Robin Hood Men in Tights? Yeah. It was pretty good. So I'm going to say Ephraim's favorite Disney movie is The Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Because he's been all sad and locked away and hiding from the world. And then he makes friends. And then he sings out there, <laughs> way beyond the sun. <laughs> Great movie. I don't know. I just felt like Efferman, <laughs> the hunchback, had things in common. That was a fun question. Thank you, Fish Fish McBites. Also Fish like Fish McBites? <laughs> I like that. Username too. I also feel like Apple's favorite movie would be Tarzan because he's like mostly naked. Yeah, for sure. Okay, next question is what is your favorite wrong prediction that you've made? I'll take this because if you go back and listen to our Dark Age preview podcast, which is still out there on on God's Internet, uh we God's Internet? Yeah. <laughs> is that what we say now? <laughs> Uh, we talk, we like make predictions about who's going to die in book in dark age. Oh, and it's not enough people. And we both chose like one person and, That's it, cute. and we were like talking about how devastated we would be. And do it's, we, did, it's so cute. Did those people die? <laughs> yes. They oh. both died. Oh no. <laughs> Who did we choose? I'm pretty sure you chose dancer and I chose Alex. Ah. And then... 10 other people also died. So No, 20 other people. We were talking about how terrible it would be if like one of our predictions came true and 87 of them did. So, uh, what's, what's a wrong prediction though? Is that the wrong prediction? Yes. 
because we didn't pick nearly enough people. Are there plans to fight Words and Whiskey and Hell Reaper in an epic three-way Red Rising pod cage cage match? Well, we would obviously win everyone over <laughs> with our charm. <laughs> and then uh, everyone would drop the jewel because most disputes die and no one shoots. <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I feel like PJ would... Like, yeah, he's giant. He would be my Daxo, <laughs> and then I would escape the mob, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've seen Aaron get pretty intense. I would be scared of her in a... In a I do like to use my height against <laughs> shorter women, but um, I feel like in this case, no, I might... No plans for that yet. Might we'll, be out-heighted. We'll see down the line. Um, let's see... We got a lot of questions about what are you into this week. So hey, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you got about 45 minutes of that. Our last question. Any new conspiracies? I'm still suspicious of holiday. Oh, days. no. Wow. The conspiracy corner is back open. If you go back and listen to Morningstar there, and, and you think you try to be like, okay, let's see if she's a traitor. There's no fucking way. I would say that on my re-listened you know, it's really, you already really busted this theory up pretty hardcore during our Dark Age podcasts. Good. And I told you that you I conceded. agreed with you. Um, you know, and I'm only holding on to a sliver of hope so that I can come back around and tell everybody that I was right the whole time. No. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's a, what's a new conspiracy? Um, my new conspiracy is... This doesn't really line up with my big bad is Atlas, but what if Atlas is not as bad as we think? Because he believes in the the I pyramid. Don't know. There's just there's something weird going on there with him being friends with Lysander's parents and them being reformers. But then why would Fabi? Yeah, I don't know. Blood eagling everyone. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What if... I'm not the guy telling What the if um, Quicksilver decided that, you know, this new world isn't good for business, so Oculus is him taking back control so that he can be sovereign <laughs> and, and, you know, the Silvers rise to the top of the pyramid and he enslaves everyone with robots. Welcome to the conspiracy corner, baby. You're <laughs> in. I like what it. if Volsung Fa is a robot? <laughs> <laughs> this goes along. I guess we did get, we have one more question. We got a couple like this. Like, uh, do you guys, has Pierce given you any insight about the books? And let me tell you guys here straight up. He calls us every day. Best friends with Pierce. Friends don't let friends tell the book six spoilers exactly so we also no one has ever told me any <laughs> secret that be that stayed a secret <laughs> so our best friend pierce has told us all about book six and we would never tell anybody about it or because we're good little howlers or maybe we don't know anything about it at all it's one or the other i don't know i just like how cool people think we are <laughs> I can confirm. We're, we're just over here in <laughs> Kansas City, not hanging out with Pierce Brown. No, we're definitely best friends. Oh, yeah. 
All right, let's talk about what's coming up this season on HowlerPod. It's very exciting. <laughs> we'll be doing uh, what we're calling book drafts. It's super cool <laughs> and not nerdy at all. It's not complicated either. Uh, the way these drafts are going to work is each episode is going to be dedicated to a single book, starting with Red Rising. We'll have a special guest that's going to be joining us for each book. But in the book drafts, what we're going to be doing with our special guests is drafting moments from the books. Uh, and The making, Red Rising books. Yes, and we're going to be making a team of moments. Each person that participates in the draft is going to have like their own set of moments that they drafted, and, and then we're going to let you guys vote on who had the best set of moments. We've got some great categories like drama, twist, action sequence, uh, comedy. comedy moment, most impactful death, uh, wild card, and then we're letting our guests make their own category as well. We'll be drafting moments in each one of those categories, assembling a team of seven moments, and then we'll be posting those on social media when the episode goes up and allowing you guys to vote on your favorite team of moments. Vote for me! <laughs> Obviously, I will have the best team every time. Sure. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> uh, and then the second project that we're working on is something that we're calling Howler Pod Idol. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember our smash hit single. Of course you do, because it was a smash hit. Uh, Sad Boy about Ephraim. About Ephraim. Also, I don't know if you remember that we like to burst into song <laughs> on this podcast. So with Hellerpod Idol, we would like submissions from you all of parody songs about the Red Rising universe. Think Weird Owl uh, type parodies. Exactly. And, um, you know... They can be serious. They can be funny. They'll probably be funny even if they are serious. And uh, Sad Boy is just one example of the many ideas that are out there. We will be making our own songs as well. And then we're, what we're going to do is we're going to take all of these submissions and put them together into a single video. And it's going to be our HowlerPod Idol contest. So step one is create a Red Rising parody song. So take like a hit song, turn it into a Red Rising parody song. Step two, make a video of yourself singing that song. And costumes are encouraged. Yes, costumes encouraged, themes, whatever you want to do, just make it like 30 seconds to a minute. Uh, and then third step, send that video to HowlerPod at gmail.com. Or you can send it to us online if you'd like as well. You can send it to our Instagram account. Slide into our DMs with some funny vids. Step four, become a star and prosper for the entire solar system <laughs> to see. Prime! <laughs> <laughs> so we would love your participation. No matter what, Aaron and I will be making fools of ourselves and making a bunch of dumb parody songs. One of them might get leaked early. <laughs> we don't know. But we also want, we know you guys are super creative. We know you guys are amazing and have awesome ideas. So many people have already sent me ideas for parody songs. And so I need you guys to create your own and send them to us. Do it now. Okay, Ben. So what is next week on HowlerPod? Next week on HowlerPod, we'll be covering book draft, 
Red Rising edition. Red Rising, book one of the famous Red Rising series by Pierce Brown. Okay, guys, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Etsy. Email us, howlerpod at gmail.com. Send us your freaking songs. Let's hear it. Do you remember all of the times that I sang to you? Take that as inspiration. Create your own. We want to see it and hear it. You know, we're still checking the voicemail. Leave us a line. 1-800-516-1540. Give us uh, your thoughts on this summer and (laughs) your recommendations. Yeah, what have you been into? Yeah. How's everyone doing? (laughs) Is everyone okay? Does anybody have any information on book six? Does anyone need to talk? We're here. We're here for you. Uh, You can find links to all this and more at howlerpod.com. Tell a friend about the podcast and more importantly, spread the book around like her piece. <laughs> Jesus. Like uh, Antonia, a.k.a. Chlamydia. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, please rate and review us. How are we doing? I don't know anymore. <laughs> rate and review us. Five stars only. If you don't give us five stars only, then we will not <laughs> allow you to rise to stardom <laughs> in our movie musical soon to be <laughs> created. Howler <Pot> Idol. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Howlers. Omnisphere Lupus. Ow. Ow.